At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Gonna tell it like it really is. We know Haney doesn't give a sh. Silencing critics, eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers, Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. It's time for the truth, here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com. Go there, sign up for my free instructional videos. Check out my website. You can find some great products on there. And you can also find out about getting a golf lesson from me. If you're interested in improving your game, remember what I always say. A goal without a plan is nothing but a dream. Most people have a dream to play better golf. They have no plan to play better golf. I will definitely help you with a plan. And if you are stumped and not improving, come get a golf lesson from me. I tell people, you know, it's like they say, I'm never getting better. I'm not getting better. I'm, you know, I've, I've taken all these lessons. They never taken a lesson from me because people that take lessons from me, they're going to get better. That's just a fact. So, HaneyUniversity.com. All right. Today, I want to talk about crazy, stupid statements that people are making on both sides with this whole live golf versus the PGA Tour thing, because this has been a big thing the last uh, week or so. Phil Mickelson makes the, uh, you know, the, 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 the big statement he made was that um, he, he said uh, 
he feels like he's on the winning side of the divide between the live golf circuit and the PGA Tour. He says, you have to pick a side. What side do you think is going to be successful? And I firmly believe I'm on the winning side of how things are going to evolve and shape up in the coming years in professional golf. We play against a lot of the best players in the world on live. And there are a lot of the best players in the world on the PGA Tour. But until both sides sit down and have a conversation and work something out, both sides are going to continue to change and evolve. I see Liv Goff trending upwards. I see the PGA Tour trending downwards. And I love the side that I'm on. Well, I mean, if I was him, I'd love the side that I was on too because he's at the end of his career. His his money-making abilities from playing professional golf are pretty much – or were pretty much – down to not much on the PGA Tour, and his endorsement opportunities were really down because of the things that he said about you know the PGA Tour, the whole thing or trouble he got into, and then he just you know collected I don't know 150 200 million for going to live golf. So I'd love the side that I was on too if I was him. That's just a, that that's fact. Now um, <clears throat> I'm a Phil Mickelson fan, so. You know, I'm not, you know, that's where I'm coming from. But that that's, that's the winning side, I, I don't know. You know, I think they're both winning. I think Liv Goff is, is doing good. I think Liv Goff is do. I think they're doing better than they thought they were going to do. I think they got more better players than they thought they were going to get, especially when everything – they had all these players lined up, and then things came crashing down when the whole Phil Mickelson thing happened. So I, I think that Liv Goff feels really good about what they've done this year. You know, people will rip on them and say nobody's watching. Look how many YouTube things – people are watching in a lot of different ways on Liv Goff. So the, the media numbers that they throw out there, the golf media in the United States – which is so in bed with the PGA Tour, those guys are throwing out numbers, and they're not really, you know, I, I don't think they're accurate numbers. I, I don't believe them for a second. I think I think Liv Goff thinks they're doing pretty darn good. Now, would they like to have a television contract? Does it look like it's going to happen? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, that's That's probably not where they wanted it to be, but it doesn't mean that they can't get there. There's other ways to get there. Uh, you know, and, and, and there was a rumor a couple, you know, weeks ago where they're buy, they're going to buy time on Fox. And everybody, oh, look, look, they're, they're not doing any good. Nobody wants to touch them. They're going to buy time. That's not a bad business plan. What, what's it, and, and that's not unprecedented either. What do you think the LPGA does? What, what do you think? The, I don't know. How, but they, for years they did it. They bought time. NHL bought time. You buy the time, you own the advertising spaces where you own a percentage of the advertising spaces and then you make it go from there so it's just you know if you the television you know network signs you to a contract they own all the advertising time if you buy the the time from the television uh, network you own the advertising time and you have a chance to make money off the advertising you sell so the fact that they, if they, they haven't got a, a television contract, it doesn't mean that there's not other ways to skin this cat. 
So I don't I don't really see I, I think Live Golf is doing good. I think they think they're doing good. Now I don't know what their business plan is. I you know they 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 have got a lot of hope put on this team thing, selling these teams, and until they start doing it, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But none of it, none of it is gonna happen until until the end of the season. Their last term is the end of, of uh, October at, at Trump Derail, and they've got this big team thing, and that's going to be a big deal because if that team thing like looks pretty good, and I'm sure if it doesn't, they'll make some tweaks to it, but if it comes off pretty good, you know, then you're going to think, hey, you know, maybe they got something here. They got a little something because that's what they're banking on. They're banking on that, that, that team deal, selling those teams, promoting those teams, and the whole thing that goes with it, you know, selling the sponsorship to those teams, I think they're doing good. I think PG Tour is doing really good. Like, I, I, I don't know how they're going to do going forward, okay, because they've announced huge changes in terms of the purses, you know, $200 million. All of a sudden, they just came up with $200 million on the PGA Tour. You know, where would this money come from? Their, their reserves or whatever. And then they're going to hit up the sponsors. And now they've got these 13 elevated tournaments that they've got on the PGA Tour. So they're bigger tournaments. And I guess the last four that they named are going to uh, change around. I mean, they had, you know, they've got uh, Wells Fargo. They got the you know, Phoenix Waste Management, uh, the Travelers, RBC. Heritage, the Travelers right after U.S. Open, RBC Heritage right after Masters. That's that's not ideal. But I guess these terms are going to revolve. Now, see this. More is coming out on this. Now they're talking about how so the, 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 those four might revolve around a little bit. See, this is how they're going to keep these other tournaments happy. There's a big list of all these tournaments that didn't get these in, in the elevated status. So they're going to keep the, they're going to keep these guys happy. And they're not all, and not one sponsor is going to have to buck up. You're just going to have to buck up, you know, big time for the twenty million dollar purse. You're going to have to buck up big time, maybe every other year, every third year, or whatever. And that's when your tournament becomes elevated, and that's when you get the the the, the big uh, great field with all the top players because they're all committed to playing in all these tournaments. That's a good plan. I mean, see, see, they're figuring it out. They got all this extra money in the PIP thing, you know, with this the player, you know. Program. I don't know what the heck that stands for. It's a social media thing. Whoever creates the the most, uh, you know, the noise uh, gets uh, gets a share in the the money. Uh, that hundred million or something in pip uh, last year. You know, Tiger. You know, won the first prize in that got like eight million just for being Tiger, which is good because they should take care of them. Uh, but the, so so the the tour is doing good. The players that are left on tour are doing good. The 48 spots that weren't there are now there. There's 48 guys that left. And those 48 guys were taking up spots somewhere in the top. I don't, you know, whatever people think they were ranked, but somewhere in the top 150. That's why it's hard. You know what? That's why it's hard. When you, when you, you lose 48 players that are top 150 or top 200, 48 out of 200, that's 25%. Now, Rory made the comment. You see how I started? I wasn't talking about these stupid things people said. Rory McIlroy, who's the spokesman for the PGA Tour now, Rory McIlroy uh, said 95% of the talent is still on the PGA Tour. Hmm. Well, you lost 45 of the top 200. You lost, I don't know, 30 of the top one 100. 
30 out of 170 percent. How, how are you coming up with that? How are you coming up with that number? Maybe you you're, you're figuring we only lost. I don't know what they're thinking. Because you you lost top players. I mean, you lost you lost two players in the top ten. You know, I mean, Dustin Johnson and and, and Cameron Smith for sure. You know, you lost Kepka. I mean, he's a, you know you lost Patrick Reed. You lost Bryson DeChambeau. These are all top twenty players. You lost twenty five percent of the top. You know how, how you how do you how do you think how do you get to this number ninety five percent? What what well where are you coming up with that? Ninety five percent of the talent is 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 still there on the PGA Tour. <laughs> really stupid statement. Not true. Uh, do you have plenty of talent to make the tour go? Yeah, absolutely. Is there more talent coming? Yeah. Oh my God, they are banking on this Tom Kim like there's no tomorrow. Uh, Tom Kim, this guy just came out of nowhere. Phenomenal player. Young player, great player, already won twice. You know, the only person that's done that is Tiger at, at his age, uh, under 21 or whatever. Tom Kim, and even Rory mentioned, you know, you've got Tom, people like Tom Kim and coming in. He's the future of the game. It's all Tom Kim, Tom Kim, Tom Kim. And, and, and he's good. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I get it. Uh, but you know what? That uh, that kid Eugenio or whatever his name is, uh, uh, you know, that just won over on Live. He, he's a kid from Oklahoma State. That kid's a good player. Who know, who's to say that kid's not the next? You know, next he's he could be the next Tom Kim. He could be Tom Kim too. There, there's there's just there's players everywhere. You make your name through winning major championships. You know, that's that's how you really make your name. You don't make your name just winning on the PJ Tour or winning on Live Golf. You make your name winning on, you know, a PJ Tour. But so, so it's 95% stupid statement. Dumb. That doesn't, doesn't make sense. Mickelson's statement. Stupid. Uh, they're both winning. They're 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 both they're both winning, and people are calling out Mickelson like crazy. You know, John Rahm called him out. He said he said I I I love Phil. I don't know what he's talking about. I really don't know why he said that. I think there's been some great changes being made and great changes for the players on the PGA Tour. I truly did not not know what drove him to say something. What drove him to say something like that is he's on the other team. And by the way, every time you throw out a comment like Mickelson did. What happens? People write about it. So they're writing about Liv Goff. That's what they're writing about. Mickelson makes this crazy comment. You know, I'm on the winning side. PGA Tour's going down. Liv Goff's going up. They, they write about it, and then what do they do? The next tournament you go to, they don't talk. You know, see, when you used to go to these press conferences at these tournaments, what they would do is they'd always say, like, you know, how's the course going to play? Uh, you know, how's your game? Uh, what do you think about, uh, you know, playing this hole? What do you think about playing that hole? Uh, tell us about what you've been doing the last week practicing. Uh, you know, you're going to win this. You're going to win that. They ask them, you know, how are you going to play this nine? How are you going to play this hole? All this stuff. Okay. Now, what do they talk about? They go to the press conference, and the first thing they want to, every reporter wants to do the same thing. They, they can't wait to ask Rory McElroy about what Phil Mickelson said. And then Rory sits there and talks about Liv Goff. So, from their standpoint, throw out as much crazy stuff as you can and just get people to talk about it. How, I don't understand how that benefits the PGA Tour. I understand how it benefits Liv Goff, 
So if Phil, what do you expect him to say? Hey, I'm on this team, but I really wish I was on the other team. I wish I was still on the other team. Of course he's going to say that. And he says a statement like he did, tour's going down, PGA Tour's going down, Live Golf's going up, I like the side I'm on. I'm sure he does like the side he's on. And he makes that statement, and then and it gives more publicity to Live Golf. But the fact is, is that both of these two entities, I think, are doing good. The PGA Tours made great changes with their tournament schedule, with getting, you know, they're going to have a real off season, which, which they need. They're going to have tournaments that players can work and play their way on the PGA Tour. They're going to have 13 elevated tournaments plus a major set where the best players are going to all get together and play at the same time. Those tournaments, those four of those tournaments are going to kind of rotate. So tournaments are going to have, uh, you know, an opportunity to have a better field than they've ever had before. I mean, the Phoenix Open is going to have the best field they've ever had ever, by far, not even close. And they deserve it. They got 250,000 people out there on a Saturday. They deserve to have a great field. They raise a ton of money for charity. That Thunderbirds do an incredible job in Phoenix for that tournament. They deserve to have a great field. There's these changes that the money that's come in for the PGA Tour players, all that money that came in to live, players jumped for the money, so they got taken care of. And they left, and now it opened up a void. I mean, think about all the money that all these guys made on the PGA Tour. All that money. All that money Mickelson made. All that money that, that Patrick Reed, DeChambeau, you know, just go down the list. Kepka, D- Dustin Johnson, Cameron Smith. All the money that they were going to make. You know, Taylor Gooch. All the money that they were going to make is now left for other players. That's great for the players. So both sides have, have benefited. And, 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 and people, you know, they go, I just don't like them. You know, I don't like the live go. I don't like it, you know. Well, they, they, I, I think it overall, it's probably really good for golf. Both sides are benefiting. And you know what? The tour is going to do great, I think. And I think live golf is going to do really good, too. And I think that there's there's room for both, and it's not going to be a one size wins and one side loses. The tour will adjust; they've already adjusted. Live Golf has got a plan, and I think they're you know we're going to see if they can execute the plan. And if if their thing doesn't work, then what's going to happen? The players that all went or did great financially. And then, you know, there'll be 48 less spots. And, and that won't be good for golf. If there's 48 less, less spots for professional golfers, that won't be good for the players. What's good for the players is where they are right now. I think they're both doing great. I think they're both going to – I think next year is going to be a great year in golf when all these changes happen on the PGA Tour. And I think, I think Live Golf has propelled the PGA Tour to make all these changes that were all, all really, really good changes. And uh, I, I just don't – I don't see how this is bad. That's why I don't understand why, well, the golf media is so negative on Live Golf. What, 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 why, what, what, why can't, why can't both of them do good? 
Why can't you just cheer for golf? Why is it like, but they're so in bed with it. They feel like, oh, you know, if, if the tour goes down, the tour's not going down. If the tour goes down, you know, I'm not going to have a job. That's, that's where everybody's coming from, you know? If there's not as much money in, you know, television revenue, then I'm not going to get paid as much when I renegotiate my contract. So I'm going to be against Live Golf and for the PGA Tour. And the more I'm for the PGA Tour, the more they're going to want me to have, they're going to more they want me to stay here and talk about golf and be a commentator and a roving reporter and a whatever else job you got, a writer. That's where it's all coming from. Like, it's obvious. But it's funny because they all say, they all went for the money. You're all talking for the money. They keep talking like they're talking because they're trying to protect their job and make themselves more valuable and make themselves more wanted when it's time to renegotiate or, or you know, re-up. <laughs> uh, it, hypocrisy. That's what it is. It is. They criticize and then they're for doing one thing and they're doing the same thing on the other side. That's that's the way I look at it. That that is the same exact thing that they're doing that they're criticizing for. Anyway, hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, remember to go to voodoopainrelief.com, get your voodoo pain relief cream. You can get a free uh two week supply at voodoopainrelief.com. If you've got the joint pain, arthritis pain, muscle soreness, that product will absolutely help you, and you'll be a customer for a long, long time if you try it one time because that's what happens to everybody that does it. So go there and try it out. Check it out. All right. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we'll talk to you soon on the Hank Kenny Podcast. Psst. There's a shortcut to platinum status at Shell to saving 10 cents per gallon on every fill every day. Just fill up six times with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline, and it's yours. Plus, you'll rejuvenate your engine. Get ready to level up performance, rewards, and savings. With continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors, platinum status is earned with 12 fill-ups over three months, 10-gallon minimum per fill-up at participating Shell locations. Terms apply. Visit fuelrewards.com status. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.